0: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Thursday, June 6th, 2019. I'm Rich Strapolino. The Canadian online newspaper La Presse leaked an embargoed press release with details about the Google Stadia launch ahead of its official announcement on June 6th. The service will launch in November in 14 countries with 31 titles. Initially, the service will require an $11.99 Canadian Stadia Pro subscription, which will be included with a selection of older games to stream, and new games will be available for purchase. The Pro tier offers 4K resolution and 60 frames per second, while a free option will launch sometime in 2020 with 1080p game streaming. Access will require a Chromecast device at launch, with Google Chrome support arriving in 2020. Stadia streaming requires a minimum of 10 megabits per second down and 1 megabit per second up, with 4K requiring 35 megabits per second down for an optimal experience. A Stadia Founders Edition bundle will be available at launch with a controller, Chromecast Ultra, Destiny 2, and a three-month subscription included for $169 Canadian. Amazon announced a handful of new things at its ReMars conference. Amazon uh, showed off its Prime Air delivery drone. It's a vertical takeoff and landing hybrid aircraft with thermal cameras, depth cameras, and sonar that Amazon claims make it as robust and stable as commercial aircraft. Amazon says its goal is delivering packages in a 15-mile range up to 5 pounds or less within 30 minutes, starting in a matter of months. Amazon also announced StyleSnap coming soon to Android and iOS. It will let you take a photo or upload an image of an outfit you like to Amazon, and they will use machine learning to find similar clothing items for sale on the site. And finally, Amazon announced improvements to its voice assistant's ability to hold a conversation without constantly having to say its name. Amazon says it's working to predict what a user will want to do next and guide the conversation. In its demo, the assistant went from a question about what movies were playing nearby to selecting a movie, buying tickets, making a restaurant reservation, watching a trailer, and ordering an Uber. It will go live to users in the coming months. In Let Them Eat Cake news, Uber Copter will begin service in New York City on July 9th, taking passengers on an eight-minute helicopter ride between Lower Manhattan and Kennedy International Airport, with private ground transportation to and from the ride included. The service is available to Platinum and Diamond Uber Rewards members and will run Monday through Friday during afternoon rush hour. Each helicopter can seat five passengers and booked either on demand or up to five days in advance. Uber estimates an average ride will cost between $200 and $225 per person. Two pilots will be on each flight, with passengers required to view a 90-second safety video. Chinese ride-hailing giant Didi Cushing announced it rolled out service to Valparaiso, Chile, and Bogota, Colombia, with plans to expand beyond those cities over time. The company also plans to add dedicated licensed taxi service in Colombia later this year. This marks an expansion of Didi's service in Latin America, where it already operates in Brazil and Mexico. TechCrunch reports that, according to sources, Bird is in talks to acquire a fellow scooter startup, Scoot. While much smaller than Bird in terms of valuation, $71 million versus $2.3 billion, Scoot does have license to operate on-demand pickup and drop-off street service in several markets Bird does not, including San Francisco, Barcelona, Spain, and Santiago, Chile. The information reports that Facebook plans to create an independent foundation to govern its forthcoming cryptocurrency. According to sources, Facebook plans to license the right to run nodes on the network for $10 million apiece. Node operators would be allowed to send a representative to the independent foundation, and Facebook hopes to launch the network with 100 nodes. Facebook plans to use the license fees to back the cryptocurrency with a bundle of international currencies and low-risk securities. Google announced updates to its SOS alerts, providing more detailed visual information about areas affected by natural disasters like hurricanes, floods, and earthquakes. Google Maps will also show the information. Earthquake visualizations will appear on desktop, Android, and iOS versions of the app, with navigation warnings available in these smartphone apps. Flood visualizations are coming to Android, desktop, and mobile versions of maps, with hurricane visual forecasts available on all platforms. And finally, with the release of Chrome 75, Google announced that Chrome Remote Desktop is available through a website, rather than requiring both parties to use a Chrome app. People in need of assistance can visit remotedesktop.google.com and generate a code which the person remoting into the machine uses to access through the same website. Google will end support for Chrome Remote Desktop apps on June 30th. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com and you can find show notes there and links to all these headlines as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.